found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is Monday. This is the 17th day of January. Seems like day 36, but uh, here we are. Matthew is back. Hi. Good to see you, Matty. It's great to be here. As, uh, as usual, wonderful, wonderful start to a week. As we uh, prepare for this, the third week back after the new year. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's been so much longer. It really does. But it really does. We will make it through this month eventually. Yes. Now, how do you feel about, um, I don't know how you, <laughs> like your school pictures. If you recall your school pictures, I, there's not one that I recall that I really liked rather other than i would presume what was chosen out of what 600 takes of a senior portrait okay right and even then i like the outdoor pose not the indoor pose that was selected but three and five americans simply hate how their smile looks in photos Hmm. three and five interesting and uh i you know i'm i just have never taken a you know, driver's license looks like a mugshot. Same. You know, it's just. Same. Well, I had the one driver's license that I looked like I buried people in my basement. So there was, there was that one. That was fun. Um, I just, uh, I don't like getting a picture taken. I just never have. But when you, when you bring up, you know, class pictures yeah. from high school. Yeah. So for my freshman and sophomore year, we had to take gym class. Okay. And. They it always seemed to be that um, that my gym class always fell when we were doing swimming and then we got right back from swimming and then we had to take pictures. So like for my freshman sophomore year, I'd like wet and, you know, stupid looking hair. All pale because I'm freezing. So, yeah, those were those were top notch. Did I go back to my. uh I think I was 12 when I got my glasses. First, uh, <laughs> I had to wear glasses. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're the worst-looking things on earth. Right. You know, the what are stylish now, okay, very comparable to what you're wearing right now right. is what I had. So I have, like, sort of, <laughs> I think that's what I have on today. Yeah, these are my, like, kind of thick square okay. frame. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, pretty pretty similar to those. Of course, back then, you know, we're, you know that was the, the era of, of um you know you wanted wire rimmed you know yeah if you had your druthers you'd you'd have round john linen glasses sure. okay you didn't want the right you know what was his name earl nightingale his uh photo <laughs> you know earl and no, i gotta look him up okay. this <laughs> and it, it's just um you know you didn't want those so, you know, then I had class pictures starting, I guess that would have been sixth grade on. So you, you go with this guy. <laughs> Earl Nightingale, who, who died in 1989, <laughs> was an American radio speaker and author. So I have great timely <laughs> <Sure did>. references. 
Uh, but he's got the weird glasses, he right? He was the voice during the early 50s of Sky King, the hero of a radio adventure series. Uh, there you go. All right. But you've seen him. Yeah. Now, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, then you go through. Then I got contact lenses by my senior year. Yeah. That's yeah. when they first established the soft lens. And they cost mm-hmm. a fortune. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. you know, you had to boil them in a boiling thing overnight. <laughs> <laughs> insurance for what? You'd pay insurance. And then with insurance, uh, if you lost a lens, it was still like $35. Right. And now what do you get? A six pack for like less than 20 Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. what a gouge. Yep. For sure. But then, you know, with finally with the contact lenses, you know, but oh, it was hideous, man. Yeah picture day was hideous (laughs) (laughs) always seemed to have a cow lick sticking up or something right you know and it wouldn't matter how how much prep time you had maybe you combed your hair and it looks great when you're looking at and then it's like photographers have a knack to find out the worst way you look okay when i was in college (laughs) we had to get our our student id right and I, I went up with a bunch of idiot friends, and so we were trying to make each other laugh during our actual. Yeah. By the time I got up there, the photographer's pretty much over it. So, <laughs> so he took my picture right in the middle of me saying a word. So if you've ever seen a picture of someone trying to talk, it's like it's always like this goofy, you know. That was my student ID in my freshman year. That's what the company was like. Yep, we're going to that one. Uh-oh. I wish I wish I still had it. It was oh, so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> and then the one time I had a membership to Sam's Club, this was years ago, right. years ago. I'd look like the guy that drank the bitter beer in the commercial. It's like, it was, how do you get the face like that? Okay. It's like they got the camera way too close, you yes. know, or something. Yes. And it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the bitter uh, beer face. Two thousand people. First impression of someone else on their smile. Seventy-six percent base their judgment on your smile. Sixty-nine percent on your eyes. Then uh, your clothing. Fifty-six percent and social media presence. Twenty-seven percent. But three in five do not like how they look smiling in their photo. With some, you'd. Well, I presume they don't care because they've got 6,000 pictures of themselves on their social media. So they must like themselves. That's right. <laughs> so um, there you go. Bringing back old memories of school photos. <laughs> Here we oh, go. Always pleasant. Rather than grin ear to ear, <clears throat> 46% will present a poker face. There you go. <laughs> so you look like you're in the 1890s. <laughs> They never smiled. <laughs> never. Well, pictures took like two minutes to, so you couldn't. Good move. Um, 43% cover their mouth. Okay. Is that what you do? No, you just yeah. like, oh, like you're, yeah. oh. They don't like their smile. Or make a surprised expression. What? You're taking my, what? You're taking me, my picture? <gasps> Uh, 42% of men are more likely to prefer framing their profile photos 
from the waist up, while 38% of women are comfortable with just a close-up of their face. Yeah, I don't have the worst teeth on earth, but they're not perfect. Right. And, you know, I've just, uh, I've never really, you know, I guess I thought I had a great smile. My brother and sister terribly needed uh, braces. Julie got them. My brother never did, but they had the, you know, the sticking out uh, fang teeth. Right. Whatever those are called. Yeah. Where if you were a, a Dracula, they'd be longer. But they they seem to protrude outward on both of those. Are those your canines? Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah. what they are. But, but anyway, I I certainly don't like pictures. <laughs> I would have been perfect in the 1800s. Just <laughs> It's 6.31. We'll uh, take a break for news with Karen, and we'll be back with more Tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's a Monday, the 17th day of January. Did you watch Uh, any of the playoffs? I watched the very... Very end of Dallas and uh, San Francisco last night. Okay. So that was pretty late that you were up. Not really. You were watching that. Wasn't that late. All right. What well, is to me? You know, 7 o'clock's bedtime. <laughs> gotta go. Okay. Dinner's at uh, 3.30, right. o'clock. Yeah, I gotta get to <laughs> uh, Recap, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals beat the Patriots 26-19. I'm sorry, 26-19 over the Raiders. The Bengals. Buffalo. I'm going to say Buffalo beat. Yeah. yeah. Had seven touchdown drives and a blowout win versus the Patriots. Tom Brady <laughs> threw for two touchdowns as the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominated the Eagles 31-15. to 49ers hang on late to beat the Cowboys, America's team. America loves them. 23-17, the final. Yep. And then uh, last night, it was uh, Kansas City beating the Steelers 42-21. to Tonight, it'll be Arizona, the Cardinals, taking on the Rams in their wild card game. Okay. So there's our recap of football. The American game of football. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I watched some. I really lost interest because they weren't very close. You know, in any game I was watching, it was pretty much, you know, decided. Right. Especially that Eagles game. The Dallas, you know, they just, I don't know. So I basically, you know, was turn, watch a little and move on. So that Chiefs-Buffalo game should be pretty good. Yeah. Should be. Should be. It should be. So hopefully, you know, the uh, the Packers won't lay an egg. And uh, we'll be able to, you never know. And who do the Packers play? Well, they play the, uh, who was it? I don't know. They they could play the, and I don't know how it laid out. The, uh, the way they said, they could have played the winner of tonight's game. Or they uh, could play the winner of the, um, and I'm not sure which other one it was. So I don't know. I forget, Matt. I forget the layout. Okay. 
Maybe it was the winner of the Niners. So San Francisco heads to Green Bay. Okay, San Fran. All right. Which is Kerry. They're playing really good football. So I'm not very confident. But they'll play at the, what do they call it? The, the frozen, tundra frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. This, um, on our tidbits this morning, Brigadier General Charles McGee, one of the last surviving Tuskegee, uh, Stuke, uh, dang it, Tuskegee Airmen, there you go. passed away Sunday morning in his sleep at 102. Wow. Over the course of his historic career, he completed 409 air combat missions across three wars, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam, serving a total of 30 years of active service. He received numerous accolades throughout his career, including the Congressional Gold Medal in 2007 and the National Business Aviation Association Meritorious Service to Aviation Award in 2012. He was enshrined into the National Aviation Hall of Fame in 2011. He survived by three children, 10 grandchildren, 14 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. Wow. 102 years of age. Tuskegee Airmen were, they're, they're famous, yeah, you they know, are. for what they accomplished in yep. World War II. Netflix, do you carry Netflix? Sure do. Well, they've got a raise going on. Uh, of course. <laughs> Standard plan. Went up a buck fifty to fifteen forty nine. Premium rose two bucks to nineteen ninety nine, while basic climbed one dollar to nine ninety nine. And explaining the increase, the company said, "Hey, we understand people have more entertainment choices than ever, and we're committed to delivering <laughs> an ever better experience for our members. We're updating our prices." <laughs> So that we can continue to offer yes. a wide variety of of quality entertainment options. Mm-hmm. That's why we're raising it. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that the silliest reason? I mean, that's just silly. So what they're saying is Netflix does a lot of original content. Yeah. And they got to pay for it. Okay. Is what it is. Now I remember, you know, in business, you know, getting a delivery. And maybe you could get it, you know, any day of the week. And then you'd get a letter for your convenience. <laughs> we'll now offer deliveries Thursday only. Yes. For your convenience. For your convenience. That way you know. That way you always know <laughs> Thursday's the day. That's that's yeah. for your convenience. No nope. more wondering, is it going to come Monday, Tuesday? Nope. No, it's on Thursday. <laughs> it's not convenient. <laughs> How streamlined will your life become now? <laughs> what if I wanted delivery on Monday? I'm screwed. Well... Doctors are warning people to steer clear of this latest TikTok trend, sleepy chicken. Now, we had one last week that I thought was a good one. Wouldn't harm anybody. Right. You would uh, work on peeling a an unboiled egg <laughs> out of its shell. This shows users concocting their very own chicken dish. Bra- it's braised in a cold and flu medicine. Now, how stupid. Oh, my gosh. Users refer to the recipe as NyQuil chicken or sleepy chicken. Doctors have warned that you should not be braising your chicken or anything, for that matter, in a cold and flu remedy. 
Experts said when you cook cough medicine like NyQuil, you boil off the water and alcohol in it, leaving the chicken saturated with a super concentrated amount of drugs in the meat. Uh, if you ate one of these uh, cutlets completely cooked, it'd be as if you actually are consuming a quarter to half a bottle of NyQuil. Thus, sleepy chicken. <laughs> Some of the uh, videos online show people boiling raw chicken in the medicine for five minutes before they serve it. Now, come on. Gosh. That's just ridiculous. People are morons, man, if you're really doing this. And they do. I, 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 I know they fall for it. It's just unbelievable. Why would you want to even try that? But how much of it is, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. How much of it is... Like, people are really doing it, or it's like, it's a joke. Like, you know, hey, I know, instead of braising it in tomato sauce, let's use NyQuil. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, but there's a lot of young subscribers right, that will fall for it. They think it's cool. They want to follow the pack. Right. And that's the problem with, even if it's supposed to be a joke, it's picked up by others. It's like the, the Tide Pod Challenge. Now, come on. And, uh, you know, we were having reports of people getting ill. Of dying. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're consuming something you shouldn't. This, um, from Michigan, where a driver did a Dukes of Hazard style jump over a freeway bridge. (laughs) What? He's 25 years old from Kalamazoo, was driving south on US-131 when he left the freeway. His black Chevrolet Impala left the road, drove up the embankment, went airborne, and hit a road sign before <laughs> landing on the other side of the bridge. That is absolutely like Duke's hazard. Wow. <laughs> he was taken to the hospital for a medical evaluation and a blood draw. After troopers saw signs that he was intoxicated, he had injuries that are not considered life-threatening because you're drunk enough to be a rag doll. You're flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> Charges for driving while intoxicated will be requested by the state police of Michigan. Is there a video of this? Yeah, there's a a video. See if you can watch it, Matt, and give us a play-by-play description. Oh, my gosh! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Pretty sure he didn't do it on purpose. That's the thing. (laughs) How can you be that that sloppy drunk? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But... But to actually jump a bridge <laughs> and uh, survive, he didn't get too terribly right. hurt. Right. Doesn't say what kind of. And, and the thing is, is that there's snow on the ground. So yeah. when he jumps, yeah. there's like a trail of snow coming out. It's super epic, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh. But uh, stuff like that happens. Here's a guy that was hospitalized after running from deputies. He. Again, removed his clothing, <laughs> running into a river. <sighs> he suffered from severe hypothermia. Right. This in Utah County, Utah. An initial report came in of a man speeding and passing vehicles illegally. The driver in a black sedan passed a deputy at a high rate of speed. Was it a Chevy Impala? <laughs> it might have been. Pursuit began. He ended up crashing the car into a snowbank near nine miles up the canyon. After he fled from the deputy who tried stopping him, 
Five more deputies, including a canine officer, tracked him in snow two and a half inches deep for four miles. They said they'd found him without his clothing in a stream (laughs) where he had broken through the ice two hours later. Oh, my gosh. He ended up with significant abrasions, suffered severe hypothermia, lost consciousness, and had to be carried on on a side-by-side down the canyon to the Life Flight helicopter. He was in the cold for over three hours. All because he... <laughs> it's... What do you run? Man. Transported by a helicopter in serious condition, the sheriff's office is still investigating. They haven't ruled out the possibility of a mental episode and or substance abuse. But you're going naked. This guy was naked for three hours. Wow. And then end up in a in water. Trying to hide, I presume. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half inches of snow for four miles. I mean these I'm surprised the deputies just I'd give up. <laughs> okay. It's like man, I I'm done. <laughs> this guy, I presume, is making a few more dollars than he would if he were selling Venus fly traps. Mm. Owner of Iguana Land in Punta Gorda, Florida, found to be an illegal possession of 89 iguanas. Oh, how about that? <laughs> Investigators with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission went to Iguana Land, <laughs> said the owner, Ty Park, voluntarily relinquished 89 iguanas, <laughs> cited for the possession of green iguanas without a permit. Possession of untagged green iguanas and failure to meet caging requirements for green iguanas. Wow. <laughs> FWC said each of these charges second degree misdemeanors, mm. but the charge could carry a penalty of 60 days in jail and a fine up to 500 per conviction. Green iguanas require special permitting, <laughs> tagging, Fairly so. and yes. caging. Yes. Because they're listed as prohibited species. Oh, well, you got to follow the rules with green iguanas in iguana land. <laughs> now, now, I saw several green iguanas when I was in Florida back in April. Mm-hmm. They'd be in the bush. You know, you're outside the right. pool. I'm just kind of looking, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm, <laughs> there's an iguana. You know, I didn't notice was even in there. <laughs> they're all over the place. They're, down they're not going to get you. Well. They don't care. When you, It's like a snake, like when you're mowing. There's no way that snake's going to get you on your mower. Sure. But it's just the shock of it. There it is. And it's ah. like me standing there by the by the fence. Here you are. There's shrubbery. Bare-chested. <laughs> Glistening in the sun. <laughs> the breeze rustling your hair. Then, bam, suddenly iguana. It's going to ruin everything. But uh, I saw several of them. Yeah. You know, just... Uh, so I don't know all the rules of iguanas. You know, we had the report, what was it, a year ago? It was so cold down there. They, they were, were just falling out of trees. <laughs> and they were being sold for like a dollar apiece for eating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good eating. <laughs> so there you go, Matt. Uh, Some tidbits on this Monday. Good stuff. It's 6.50. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. See ya. All right. 
This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.